a two-bedroom apartment on the west side of Los Angeles, it's High on Film! Tonight, we've got our friend Andrew and Fifty Shades of Grey. Business is about people, and I've always been good at people. On this week's kinky episode. Hello and welcome to another exciting episode of High on Film, sobering talk about movies. Episode 227, and today we are watching Fifty Shades of Grey from the year of our Lord 2015. Written by uh, Kelly Marcel for the screenplay based off the novel by E.L. James, based off of her Twilight fan fiction, and directed by Sam Taylor Johnson who's previously the, uh, the female filmmaker who held the highest opening weekend box office until she was recently unseated this summer by Patty Jenkins and Wonder Woman. I'm Chris Maxwell. I'm your host of the show. That's what we're going to be talking about. We choose guests. They choose movies. And this podcast is the product of, of that, uh, those ensuing events. Welcome to the show. Let's get to my co-host. He is here every week watching these movies for better or for worse with me. The man, he's right to my left. He's the co-host from the couch, the podcaster of disaster, and the Brad Davis that God gave us. My co-host and friend, Mr. Brad Davis. Hello. Hey, Brad. Hey, Chris. How you doing today? I'm doing all right. How are you? I I'm doing all right. Fifty Shades of Grey, the, the smash hit novel, no. turned into the box office... Smash, I guess. Highest opening weekend yeah. for a female director. Pretty big. Yeah. Um, this was your first viewing of this film, I believe? Uh, yes, as it was yours, I believe. It was It was also mine. I, I was interested, because I'm always interested in seeing how terrible things are, and certainly the reviews coming off this movie were not favorable. That is correct. And I like to see... You know, test my own limits of what I can stand. <laughs> and, uh, well put. Yeah. This is probably right at that borderline. It's pretty... It was pretty hard to stand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Dakota Johnson. What's her name? Jamie Dorner? Doran. Doran. Christian Gray Dorn and sure. Anastasia Steele. Great name. What a name. <laughs> I feel like I came up with that name as a 13-year-old. <laughs> like, if I was writing fiction. Anastasia Steele. Sounds like something a kid is like, that's a cool name. Yeah. It's a bad name. Yeah. But, uh, well, we'll get to the movie. We have a lot to talk about today. That's true. Let's get to our guest. The, the man who brought this movie, uh, I would usually say for a viewing pleasure, um, but clearly he is into some sort of sadistic uh, things because he wanted us to watch this film today. He's been on a couple times. Our friend Andrew is back to watch Fifty Shades of Grey. Hi, good to be back. Yeah, thanks for coming back on, Andrew. Fifty Shades of Grey. Huh. Why Why this movie? Well, hmm. Uh, I'm a, a member of the, uh, the BDSM communities, and I'm very active in Los Angeles. Uh, but I've heard people talking about this movie, the book, and everything since it first came out. And I never willed myself into watching it. Like, I'd seen some excerpts from the book, and I was like, that's fucking terrible. But I never had, like, the will to sit down and pay money to see the movie. And I was like, I feel like I need to see it. I need to actually sit through it so I can properly mock it. And uh, to, 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 to quote Brad, wow. <laughs> Just, yeah. I, 
I, th- I think I think my immediate reaction was I've never seen that many people not care that much. Yeah, it does feel like there's for such a movie that is based around passion. Yeah, and uh, and risk. This has zero of either from just about anybody. It feels like. Yeah, like I, I we, we were making jokes throughout the movie about different characters within the movie making their own spinoff and. Any of those would have been better. Like, I, <laughs> I honestly can't think of a character in that movie other than those two who I would have rather watched do a flirty, sexy movie. Yeah, the roommate and Christian's brother. Yeah, no, totally. Great rom-com. That Great rom-com fun. going on in the background. Yeah, no, just, I, I would have loved if they had just, like, at one point just cut off to that and they're just listening to that. What's that song from the... Roll with me. That song was in all like the nineties, like <laughs> buddy films. It's just like, it's like, oh no, they're having a great time on a picnic. Yeah, I I totally would have been down for that. It was like, nope, gonna watch this boring bullshit. Okay, I, okay, he's taking off his shirt again. Okay, oh. and there, yeah, like the most uninteresting like sex scenes ever. Yeah, how they yeah. how they exactly how they the sterilize that? I don't know. Well, this is what I'm gonna ask. So you've read some excerpts, or you've seen some excerpts from the book, yeah. and even that because I know. The movie is famously a little toned down from yeah. the book. So even the book was not uh, The book is terribly thrilling. written in a different way. Mm. But uh, I, I mentioned this briefly before the, uh, we watched it. Like, I've always heard from people that they like this book and this movie for one reason, that it's kind of a gateway for people to get into kink that they might otherwise not have had. And as that thing, I totally respect that. Like, if this is your way into that world, into finding something that's going to make you happy... Cool. God be with you. I really wish this wasn't that thing, though. Yeah. Like, watch Secretary. Watch, uh, yeah, like, go on the internet. There are so many <laughs> things. Like, type any of those words into, type almost any word into Google, and you will find a sexier thing than this. Yeah, for sure. It, it is amazing to me how non-erotic the sex scenes are in this. Yeah, and that's not that's not even touching the fact that, like, there's just stalking, consent issues, yeah. like... Boundary issues. All sorts of trauma issues, like... Yeah. That's that's bad. Just, like... The, there's some movies where it's like, okay, they're trying to play on, like, the gray area of what consent is for some people, but it's like, no, these are pretty black and white. He flew to Georgia when she oh, had yeah. said she wanted family time just to kind of, yeah. To I, take her away from her mom, mind you. Yeah, from, I, from her family time. Yeah, like... All right, well, before we get too far into sure, the sure. Fifty Shades of Grey here, let's get into our first segment. You know it. You love it. It's Trash, Star, Destroy. Three movies of a similar ilk. We ask that you trash one, which means it's eliminated from existence. Another movie, you get to star in, in whatever role you'd like to take for yourself. Mm-hmm. And, of course, then the third movie must be destroyed, which means the only version that has ever existed has been both written and directed by Mr. Michael Bay of Pain and Gain fame. So... You mentioned this movie already. Let's do three uh, BDSM movies, or movies that feature BDSM. Mm-hmm. Secretary, mm-hmm. Uh, with Maggie Gyllenhaal, of the Deuce fame. Nine and a Half Weeks, with Basinger and... Um, Mickey Rourke. Mickey Rourke. Mm-hmm. And uh, the uh, Wachowski uh, siblings movie, Bound. Oh, Bound. Mm. Bound, Nine and a Half Weeks, Secretary... Trash, star, destroy. I always liked Bound. I haven't seen it in a long time. Yeah. Maybe I'm, I'm, I'm thinking if I've seen it even, or if other, it's just a yeah, similar like Jennifer movie. Tilling, Jennifer mm-hmm. Gershon. Yeah. 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 Um, the Wachowskis had all the money in the world to I squander. Didn't that was their movie. Um, 
found secretary or was there nine and a half weeks. Nine and a half weeks. Yes. Uh, boy. Uh, I famous steamy movies. Yeah, I guess maybe I'd star in Bound. Okay. And the Joey Joey Pants role. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he plays a fucking horrible Pants person. Pants Liano, yeah. But, okay. I mean, that's a fun... Be a bad guy is fun sometimes, mm -hmm. so... And it's more about the two women in the movie, so obviously I couldn't take those roles. Yeah. I mean, I would take the Jennifer Tilly role and hook up with Gina Gershon. That'd be pretty awesome. But, for the purpose of the movie, I'll be Joey Pants. There you go. <laughs> uh, that leaves Secretary and... Uh, nine and a half, half weeks. Nine and a half weeks. Uh, I guess I will give nine and a half weeks to Michael Bay. Uh, I think, and then Trash Secretary, which is actually like good, but I don't want to give that to Bay. And I that. I understand. That. Yeah, uh, and I feel like this is a better fate for it, unfortunately. Yeah. So that is what I'm gonna do. I'd say I would star in Secretary. I think I'd go with the Spader. Yeah. I'd go with the Spader role. That's like, I, I kind of want to be a skeezy Spader scumbag because he's got, and also it's like Maggie Gyllenhaal is sexy in that. Like, yes, she I, is. Well, yeah. It's like, I'm, I'm okay with this. Uh, I see. I'd probably, I think I'd trash Bound just because I kind of want to see Nine and a Half Weeks Done by Day. I don't know why. Yeah, it's interesting. There is some appeal to... No, it's like, I want to see him do that. Ooh, oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> How is Mr. Transformers going to do that? <laughs> yeah. And him and Mickey Rourke seem destined to work together. Yeah, yeah. Ships passing in the night. I mean, I feel like... I'm, a, I'm of a similar mind as you, Andrew, here. I, I, I would like to take the James Spader role in Secretary... Because it's probably my favorite of these three movies, but I don't know if I can pull off the same role like James Spader can, and I feel like I'm more apt to. But you can take bring the Chris essence to it. That's true. That's true. <laughs> I, I think I'm. I think I'm better really off as Mickey Rourke in Nine and a Half Weeks, actually. Okay. As I say, I would love the scene of you as James Spader sitting and watching films with Maggie Gyllenhaal. I would actually <laughs> enjoy that as well. Um, but I think for the purpose of this, I, and then I. I want to give Michael Bay bound. I feel like that may work for him more. A little more of a crime element going on there. I feel like he's worked with Joe Pantoliano before. If he hasn't, I feel he like has. that's another In one. Bad that Boys. Should... Bad, bad Boys. Boys. There yeah. you go. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. So I think, and then unfortunately, that's trashing Secretary, which I'm hesitant to do, but... Potentially well, better. Potentially better than the other option. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I think we all agree we Saving don't want to give Secretary to Michael fate. Bay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. for yeah. sure. All right, well, let's do maybe uh, one that's a, a little easier. Let's do three movies with 50 in the title. All right. The movie we just watched, Fifty Shades of Grey, the Adam Sandler classic, Fifty First Dates, and the movie about cancer, Fifty Fifty. Huh. Wow. <laughs> Seth Rogen and Joseph Gordon-Levitt. And Kent. Adam Sandler and Drew Barrymore. Or Dakota Johnson and Jamie Dornern. Doran? Doran. <laughs> okay, I, I gotta jump in this one. I, I have to say, there is a part of me that would like to star in the Jamie Dornan role in this only because I think, like, with a minimal amount of effort, mm. I could actually make this an interesting movie. Mm -hmm. I mean, assuming we're saying, as it was produced, like, now yeah. I'd be that person. Cool. But it's like, if I'm adding me to it, it's like, no, no, no. I can give this movie some blood in its boner. Like... <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm, no, I'm for you. It, it, I am, I am for you. Is it like I, I'm? 
I'm sorry, if it's possible that this thing had, like, in any erection, like, mm-hmm. it would be that. Like, this, like, the the anti-erection. It really is, yeah. So I'm going to say that, and then what would it go? 50-50 and... Uh, 50 first dates. <laughs> like, the idea of just... 50 first dates to my Michael Bay might be really funny as this girl is, like, struggling with her memory. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, that's, that's fucked up, but at the same point, like, watching Adam Sandler just run from robots would be funny. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then, yeah, I guess I'll trash 50, uh, trash 50, or trash, trash 50, 50, 50, 50, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I've heard that's a good film. I, I, oh, you haven't yeah, seen I've, it? I've not seen it. I, I'm the worst for this show. No, <laughs> I, no. I would see, like, half the things you Yeah. No, I, um, I've heard that was good. I, I, I didn't It is good. It. I, like I love it. the movie. Okay. Yeah, I was a big fan, and that's actually why I'm going to start in 50-50. Oh. I guess I'll take the Joseph Gordon-Levitt role. Yeah, of course. Because I want, it's, it's, Good role, and I'd rather work with Seth, Seth Rogen. Rogen. Mm-hmm. That, that it, feels like from the era when Joseph Gordon-Levitt was in like everything for a minute. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Like Five Hundred Days of Summer, 50, and then like 50. that Bike Messenger movie. Yep, Premium Rush. Premium yeah, Rush. That's. Uh, but yeah, Sin City Two, a Dame to Kill for. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, I I like that movie a lot, and okay. it, to work with Rogen would be fun. And uh, Angelica Houston plays his mom. Like it's huh. a pretty. That's a good cast. And Anna Kendrick, like you got a pretty stacked cast, and yeah. I, uh, yeah, Rogan would be the more fun character to play, but I'd rather work with Rogan, especially in the scene when Bryce Dallas Howard comes in and he, like, knows she's been cheating. Uh, I'm, yeah, yeah. Spoiler alert. That is a great scene. But it's a hilarious how scene. How dare but you ruin this movie? That's how Yeah, but it's, it's just a funny scene. Yeah. That I'd get to sit there and at least watch Joseph Gordon-Levitt, Seth Rogen just flip out, which yeah. is fun. Okay. So, I'll start in 50-50. Uh, I guess I would give 51st dates to Michael Bay. Mm. Adam Sandler and Michael Bay. Again, I can't believe they haven't worked together yet. That seems like... <laughs> you can't. I kind of can't. That seems like something that is... It feels like it's going to happen. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, does. I'm waiting for, like, the Sandler crew to meet up with Like, I want to see Rob Schneider getting, like, shot at from a helicopter. That sounds great. In a movie or in real life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, uh, all things are good. <laughs> no bad ideas here, Brad. No bad ideas. This is... Uh, which if I'm giving 50 first dates to Bay, that means I'm trashing uh, 50 Shades of Grey, which I have zero problem with. Yeah, I, yeah. Re- I really thought about that. Like, I was like, I, 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 I just felt bad getting ready. I was like, no, I want to make something better. Yeah. Well, you're doing good in the world. And produced as it is, you're taking home quite a paycheck. Uh, that's good for me. Yeah, and, yeah. And Dakota Johnson. Okay. Yeah, exactly. And I okay. get many, many a fine tailored suit. <laughs> you do. And a single V-neck. And you've already exhibited more charisma than is in that whole movie. So. You hear that, Dornan? I'm coming for you. That's right. Finally, in the in the third movie to come, you can replace him. <laughs> That's quite a change. <laughs> Stepping in for Jamie Dornan. This guy looks weird, but, you know, yeah. he's acting. Yeah. It's just like Bewitched. <laughs> Boy, I, I think I'm with you guys with the Michael Bay getting 50 first dates. Uh, I think it's going to be a great movie. Um in terms of like uh, like the island that could be mm-hmm. lots of robot Drew yeah. Barrymore's that he's dating or something some twist like that a lot of fun there a lot of fun um, now here's the thing do I want that Christian Grey three movie deal paycheck and then hopefully just maybe try to do some better for the series maybe try to get more work in the future or do I get to hang out with Seth Rogen and uh, Anna Kendrick in 50-50 the eternal question. yeah I know <laughs> And I guess I'm going to go 50-50 because, boy, I, I just, everything about this book and this movie I've just not really cared for or uh, liked at all. 
I really kind of detest that it's written from Twilight fan fiction. Yeah. Kind of drives me insane that it's become this big of a success for, for that. And this movie is incredibly problematic. Um, in a lot of ways. In a lot of ways. ways. So it probably should be put in the wastebasket. So that's what I'm going to do there. <laughs> that, is, that is, I'll stand with you for that. Thank that's, you. Thank yeah. you. In solidarity. Sorry, Fifty Shades of Grey. Well, guys, that's Trash Star Destroy. Let's take a quick break. And come back and really start to uh, dig into Fifty Shades of Grey, that is, the movie. We'll be back right after this. And we're back, high on film, talking about Fifty Shades of Grey today. Alright guys, you ready to dig into this? Two hour and five minute movie. Jesus. Yeah. How it got. You feel like there should have been some legal sanctioning body that said, no, this has to be an hour 30 max. Yeah, for sure. Like if Sandler can get a rom-com done in that much, that's how much you guys get. <laughs> I mean, we, we stopped this movie at about an hour and we were like, how, what is left? And honestly, I almost couldn't tell you what took place in that last hour that changed much. Well, Brad, you're going to get a chance to in just a minute. Great. Because it's time for... The Summary Game, the first official game of the podcast that's worth a damn. That is zero to two points. We'll each score each other numerically uh, like friends do as we uh, each put our best foot forward in summarizing Fifty Shades of Grey in a thousandth of the time that it actually takes to view. This is a 125-minute movie allowing us each 12.5 seconds to summarize Fifty Shades of Grey. Now, of course, during our break, we had our patented coin cost coin toss, where we tossed a three-sided coin into the air. Brad, since you won uh, two weeks ago before we did the High on Film Fest, uh, you, that enabled you to call it. Of course, you said it. You said Ted's. Came up Ted's. Yep. You're going first, second, or third in today's games. I am going to go first, because I just want to get it over with. Going first to get it over with. Yep. All right. That feels yep. like the summary of this whole thing. Yeah, it feels like the perfect I, microcosm for this entire movie. Like, let's just get it over yeah, with. I yeah. feel like we all just need, like, separate cold showers to just, like, get back to normal. <laughs> Ugh, yeah, I mean, a cold shower. I just need, like... a like, soap shower. I just want to watch something else to forget about this movie. <laughs> um, but whatever. All right. Well, All right. try to remember as much as you can. Okay. Because you're getting 12 and a half seconds. Okay. In three, two, one. Christian uh, Gray's a billionaire, and he's a dominant who wants uh, this girl to be his submissive so he can own her, basically. And uh, she's not really into it. She never signs the contract. She finally sees what he really is in the end, and she doesn't really like it and leaves. Time. Okay. Yeah, that's true. I kept thinking I had less time, and then I remember. Yeah. I kept remembering, like, right, two-hour movie, right, two-hour movie. How did I forget that this was two hours of my life? <laughs> Somehow I did. I, yeah, I, I'm. I'm having trouble recalling everything that happens in it. Actually, it's like we're, we're all having trauma flashbacks. To, yeah. Well, we were when we were rewatching sections of it after it was done. I definitely had that moment. Of, yeah, that happened. That yeah. really, oh right, we that were scene. we were present for that. That scene. Oh, I forgot to announce. Welcome to spoiler country. She doesn't uh, sign the contract. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. 
You let that one slide. Oh, boy. Spoiler alert. Oh, God. Yeah. That's going to ruin this movie for people. S- Sorry, it's never everyone. addressed again. I- Sorry, everyone, for ruining the crux of this movie. I, I can't believe she doesn't sign this fucking contract. I can't, believe how much, I can't believe he claims that they can't do anything until she signs the contract and how much stuff they do and she still never signs Which the contract. Which is barely anything, to be honest with you. It seems yeah. like. Well, the amount of sex. He's like, I can't touch you until you sign the contract. Oh, yeah, they yeah. do a lot of touching. Yeah. yeah. And I, and I really have to just say out loud, just like, I can't do anything with you, but here's unprotected sex with a person I have literally spoken to for five minutes. Yeah. Cool dog. Cool. Like mm-hmm. <laughs> Fucking. That's yeah. right. I, oh, I gotta bring, uh, come back to it. Unprotected sex is something yeah, I definitely want to talk about later. I just had to jot that down. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All this contract nice. negotiation and not one line about any sort of birth control. He yeah. does. Oh, he does? At one point oh, oral contraceptives. Uh, well, no, at one point you see him ripping a condom open. Oh, really? Yes, he did. That was his oh. one condom. There was one condom that was for all one. the sex. That was yeah. it. That was all he had left. Okay. Well, anyway, anyway back on track. Uh, 12 point, Five. 12.5 seconds. Chris, are you ready? Uh, sure. Okay. In three, two, one. Uh, a 21-year-old virgin accidentally interviews a billionaire, and then he falls in love with her, and he get, wants to get her to sign a contract so he can have BDSM play with her, and she never does, but he does anyway, and then they fall in love, but it's all complicated because he has a twisted past. Time. That was pretty good, actually. Yeah, he had a lot of points. I'm just going to say this now. I feel like mine's just going to be snarky and depressed. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I I, want to give it an accurate one, but I feel like... I just... No. Fuck them so hard. Well, you might get some extra points because I feel a little snarky and depressed about this movie. All right. Let me know when you're ready. Andrew, you're going in three, two, one... Two garbage people who are trying to negotiate a BDSM-style relationship do so badly, and we are all forced to watch for far, far too long. Time. All right. No, that's true. Yeah, that's pretty that true. I'm sorry. Yeah, I, yeah. No. And, and, that's, and also, the best part, can you say I'm wrong? No. No. <laughs> that's very concise and pretty, pretty damn accurate, quite honestly. I will not argue with you, sir. All right, guys. Let's keep this moving. We're on to the second game of the podcast. It's called First Impressions. In this game, we're each going to give a line to the person sitting to our right uh, from Fifty Shades of Grey that we would like to hear them impersonate to the best of their ability. Brad, you went first that game, so I'll get to go first this time and give Andrew a line. And boy, um, I guess, uh, Andrew, i got to give you maybe my favorite line that turns out to be immediately hypocritical. It's a Christian Grey line, where uh, he's talking to um, Anastasia Steele, and she says, are you going to make love to me now? And he says, first, I don't make love. I fuck. Hard. The (laughs) sing-songy way you say that? Is so much better already. Yeah, like it's it sounds like it's a, like a summer vacation movie. I, I don't make love. I, I don't. Fuck hard. <laughs> that, that's the Disney version. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and immediately then uh, they proceed to make tender, passionate love. <laughs> a very sensual, intimate scene. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. That is not fucking hard at all. No. Yeah, no. I, I, I mean, I think he, he undresses her slowly. Yeah, well, he, yeah. he does out, in every he scene. He finds out she's a virgin and then decides that maybe he shouldn't enter oh, yeah. her and, into this BDSM world. And I'll say also, just a side note here from my experience, like, I know plenty of people who like really hard, sadistic, masochistic things and doing sensual shit like that 
is the hard limit for them because they can't deal with like that kind of weird close intimacy. Mm. So it's like in my brain, I'm like, I do know people who that would be actually the hard fuck for. But at the same point, when you say hard, rough sex, I'm like, I have an image in my head and this is so not that. Yeah. Like this is boring to everyone. <laughs> it's like, you're two very attractive people. Nope. No, nothing. I mean, again, blood to the erection, nothing. Just yeah. Like, for two very attractive people having sex for an entire movie. Yeah. Like very it, unerotic. Yeah, like, you you really could have just gone to any other room in that building. Just, yeah, have better. Like, two people sitting watching TV would have more chemistry. Like, <laughs> well, let's get the picture in your head with the audio. Here's the clip. Are you going to make love to me now? Two things. First, I don't make love. I fuck. Hard. And the second thing. Come. And the second thing he never says. He just brings her to the red room. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's more vagueness. Just this constant. It's Fifty Shades of Vague. Fifty yeah. Shades of Grey. Yeah. yeah. Fifty Shades of Vague as fuck. Like, <laughs> All right. Whenever you're ready, Andrew. Go for it. Two things. First, I don't make love. I fuck hard. I'm glad that you maintained eye contact with me for that whole line. That was very nice. I was going to do it with Brad, but I think I would have laughed. Uh, I, I would have laughed. I felt yeah. like you would have just squirmed out of your seat. I would have definitely broken if you made direct eye contact no. with me. I would have not been able to hold it together. I would have laughed my ass off. Oh, that was a good job. Thank that was you. a good job. Uh, I, and you know what? Feel, Unlike Christian Grey, I believed you. It's um, it's tough being me. <laughs> <laughs> do you want to give Brad a line oh, I do. from the movie you'd like to hear him impersonate? I do. Uh, we had a hard time finding where the hell this was, but uh, it's a line that I liked. I think it's in the, the hotel room scene. I think the same scene. Yeah, the yeah. same scene uh, where uh, Anastasia's trying to figure out what he's into, and he says the line, my tastes are very singular. Always gives that pause. Yeah, it's, there's ellipses everywhere in this script. It's 90% <laughs> it's ellipses and sleep scenes. That's, yeah. that's how they show where the tension isn't. And a couple yeah. of flying montages. Yes. <laughs> how can you have two different flying montages? Oh, and again, we'll get to that. Oh, so much. <laughs> so much flying. Listen to me. I don't do romance. My tastes are very singular. You wouldn't understand. All right, Brad. Let's hear your best Christian Grey. Tantalize us. Listen to me. I don't do romance. My tastes are very singular. You wouldn't understand. <laughs> I made myself as boring as possible. Yeah, you did a great honestly. job, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Somehow still more interesting than him, though? <laughs> bored uh, out of my mind, Brad. Yeah. Great job. Hey, that's what I went for. <laughs> if you were bored, I did it right. You did it right. <laughs> there you go. The old Brad Chapman. <laughs> <laughs> what do you got for me, sir? Um, I have, yet again, another Christian Grey line. Hallelujah. Because he has the all Denver. the worst lines in this movie. We're back to the Lord Denver. Uh It is near the end of the film. Uh, uh, yes, I know where this is going. <laughs> uh, Christian is playing his piano, 
so so depressingly, As he which does. which she even which Anastasia even comments on. He learned so his family would like him. Yep, they yeah. don't. Yep. Um, they shouldn't. And he is upset, uh, telling Anna not to be with him to get away from him as he does throughout the movie and then keeps showing up because mixed that, signals you know, left and right all over the place yep because psychopath um <laughs> but we get a little bit of a, a titular line sprinklage in here uh almost almost because of course they did um but when christian's talking about himself he tells anna that he is uh that to stay away from him because i'm 50 shades of fucked up what if I told you that I feel the same way about being punished as you do about me touching you? Would you still want to punish me then? No. But that doesn't mean I wouldn't need to. Why? Why do you need to? Because it's the way I am! Because I'm 50 shades of fucked up. Oh, man, finally some passion in this movie, huh? So much passion. <clears throat> All right, let me Double get into this I, the, the eye roll just, no. <laughs> I roll so hard out of the chair. And stop. Because that's the way I am! Because I'm 50 shades of fucked up. A lot of emotion back there. Yeah, yeah. wow. Way more than he has. But oh, you think so? Yeah, yeah absolutely. Uh, well, the, vo the volume on the first one kept into the rest of the phrase, and he just goes top of his register to... Because I'm 50 shades of fucked up. There we go. There I mean, we go. Yeah, because I mean, you had to lose your charisma. Yeah, yeah, you, I did. That podcast was Yeah, charisma. you gotta lose every bit of personality. Shed the personality. But I like the enthusiasm. I did. Thank you. Thank you. Again, I think we're all just seeing, this is how easy it would have been to improve the movie. You could have grabbed Guy Off The Street Podcaster, and they would have done great. There you go. It's true. And three movie deal. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You there! Step in here. We got a movie for you. We're going to make you a star! <laughs> so this was made in 1950? Yep, exactly. <laughs> Pretty much. Yep. Being a picture. People talk like that in, I think, 20? 20. Yeah. 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 Yes, no, I want to see the vaudeville shades <laughs> yeah. <of> great. <laughs> Charlie Chaplin. Did, did you sign the contract? Yeah. Whoa, what's... I'm not touching you until you sign the contract. Yeah. What's Abel Fisting? Wow! <laughs> Wowie! Yeah, and I have to believe Fifty Shades of Fucked Up is a line in the book, too. Oh, I, yeah, I, I think it's going to be in there. All right, guys. Well, let's get away from the book and into the movie. Put on your hard hats. Get your tool belts. It's time for some scene work. Of course, we're an optimistic podcast. We start things off in an optimistic manner. Do -do -do -do. Best scene. What's the best scene in Fifty Shades of Grey? Can the best scene be before we started the movie? Uh, no. Because, no, like, cannot. every other scene... I've you can say the that. opening credits. Oh, that, where you that see might... clouds rolling by. And I, I, I'd almost say the closing credits, but that was unsatisfying in itself. No, I got the best scene. There's only one good I, scene in this whole movie. Uh, yes. I agree with you, Brad. And I think we're going to say the same thing. Probably. Is the it... drunken phone call? Anastasia drunk. Uh, okay. Drunken phone call. Yeah. I, I'll say... I, I will argue with that. I'll say... The negotiation scene is so fucking crazy to me. Like, it has the weird mood lighting, despite the fact that they're doing a contract negotiation. Oh, I know. And it's like... And insisting that it's a business deal. And just this very sterile discussion of fisting and stuff like that. And just like, okay, like, uh, what are you people even doing? Honestly, I think that scene could have been funny. 
I think that scene actually had a very uh, good potential yeah. for comedy. They should have played it as a comedy yes. scene. There's a few times they, they do that. Do. Yeah. Like in the hardware store, it could have been more fun, loving, and like yeah. flirtatious. But it's kind of just dour and oh, without yeah. any well, sort of and, spark between them. And also, I mean, again, personal example here, like... Telling people that you're into this stuff is really difficult, and I have diverted away from it so many different ways. Like, it's really like, oh, so what'd you do this weekend? Hung with friends. Oh, what'd you do? Stuff. <laughs> aerial things? I don't know. Oh, there you go, yeah. yeah. Hung from the yeah. ceiling yeah, with it's friends. Like, it's yeah. like, you know, aerial yoga? What? <laughs> hey, that's very popular in LA now. They, they yeah. have to uh, but no, but glide like, right over that. But just like, yeah, like there's easy ways to discuss that thing and make it flirty and fun and not give away stuff. But it's like, no, you, this is just like kill. Like they even say serial killery, don't they? At yeah, point. she says, "Oh, you got everything for your serial killer set," and he goes, and he's not like, today. "Not today." Oh, what? Again, gets me wet. So yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh, you're so oh, you're gonna, other days. Uh, so you're going to murder me. That's the joke. Yeah. 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 Oh, oh, God. He's going to wear me like a suit. Yeah. But I'm, I'm with you. Uh, Dakota Johnson's drunk acting is pretty good. Yeah. The best yeah. I've ever seen? No. But she's very funny. The lines are, are hilarious. She well, says, uh, so she tries to say you hit the nail on the head, and she instead she says you hit the hell on the net. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then I also love her fucking with him. Because she's like, oh, you want me there, and then you don't, yeah. and then you're, you're all like, oh, finally actually calling out how absurd your behavior is throughout this entire movie. Right. Yeah. And uh, yeah, uh, good okay. drunk acting. We're, we're uh, always fans of good drunk acting. I, I am, yeah. I will say also, I appreciate something about the drunk acting, too. It's one of her best acted scenes. It's one of the few scenes he's not in. Until later. Yeah. Technically, like, yeah. Her, her by herself in a lot of these scenes is where you get some of the best acting just because it's like, no, she can actually do stuff without Captain McBoard uh, all over her shit. Like, yeah. it's like, he's the great. It's like, no, you, you have to be uh, in this space with me. And he gets <laughs> so pissed that he, she's like out having a good time with her friends. Oh, yeah. Like, or he go, she goes to see her mom and like all these things. So possessive. Yeah, it's, that's not cool, kids. Don't be possessive. Let your partners have a good time. Yeah, I, I like that. If they can have a better time with others, they'll have a better time with you. <laughs> that's true. Relationship that's true. advice for life. Mm-hmm. All right, guys. Well, if there's a best scene... Which there barely was. It means there... It's the barest definition. <laughs> has to be a worst scene. Does there... Do-do-do. Worst scene. What's the worst? I mean, God, there's so much shit that goes on in this movie that sucks. Uh, oh God, if this name one specific scene, uh, I mean the, fuck. Yeah, you almost uh, said it. It's the, the end. Ending? The end is yeah. so bad. Yeah, I bad. can't believe it lets you just like hanging like that. No oh, contract okay. sign. That is the literal whole plot of this movie is will she yeah. or won't she or when she will sign this contract. And we get no resolution to that. Yeah, it feels like E.L. James, E.L. James, like, must have at some point, like, wanted to fuck a notary, and that's why she's super into, like, sexy negotiation. Because, like, yeah. negotiation can be sexy, but this is just, like, no, you're going over the finer points of contract details in a completely, like, like, as you would with real contracts. Yeah. And it, it's, like, it gets really weird. Uh, I would uh, argue one of the worst scenes for me was the graduation scene, just because it had, like... As much as no scene in this movie had a relation to any other scene in it, that one I'm just like, you could have taken that out and I have nothing. Like, Absolutely. You could have just told me it happened. Like, although that is something you pointed out, Brad, a couple times, that like the transition in, in this movie, like you could put any of those scenes next to each other and go, yeah, that's a logical progression. Yeah. Because there's nothing. It is poorly yeah, yeah. cobbled together, it feels like. Just jump from scene to scene with 
I mean, I would like together to say, so it's too much organization. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there would be, if this movie had any tone to it other than boring, mm-hmm. there would be such vast tonal shifts in these yeah. scenes. Humor would have added such a great element to this. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, I mean, he's a robot. Uh, I mean, yeah. his character is written poorly. His character is... It, his character is written poorly in the sense of actual dialogue. His character is written poorly in the sense of a a, a protagonist. I guess he's a protagonist in this movie, kind of. She, she she's is, the I protagonist. Guess. But, like, I mean, at he's, least her intentions are clear. You're supposed to like he him, He goes right? back and forth about everything, like, with oh, yeah. no All clear motivation other than just wanting to... He wants her, he doesn't want some her. some sort of tame sex. Yeah, don't don't come near me, don't love me, because I'm terrible, but please, God, love me. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's just... Which, you know, I mean, hey... It's exhausting. Uh, like, I get that. Like, I'll say, if, if you want to say that this is accurate for super abusive relationships... Nail on the fucking head. Yes, this but is But, like, yeah. the fact that they're trying to portray a lot of this as desirable in any way, fuck y'all. Like, no. Like, yeah. there's no point in this where the guy coming to Georgia to see my, uh, to, like, get me away from my mom is sexy. Like, it's like, you're, the, again, spending time with other people. Like, allowing your partner distance to be their awesome self. Like, could there just not be one night of just, like, a, a, a quick, like, ten-second shot of Christian watching Netflix? Yeah, right? Exactly. <laughs> oh, he's not the worst thing. Okay, yeah. cool. And no specifics about his job, either. Kind of None. really bugs what, me What about does this. he do? Telecommunications, I, I, I believe, is the only thing we've heard. He huge, makes him a he's billionaire. He's good at business. A 27-year-old billionaire? Yeah. Yeah. He's good, good at business. He business yeah. is so good. Oh, it's, I mean, clearly that's where... The shortcomings of being a fan fiction writer uh, are yeah yeah no character building coming through in spades so many different vague things like why why won't you let me I went through something bad but I don't yeah. want to talk about it so many like so many like yeah. I don't want to go you gotta watch two it. more yeah. movies and, to find out a stupid backstory and also again like mental health stuff I get this like maybe you don't want to share with your partner that's cool it doesn't make for an interesting movie though no same, I mean same, same. Ke- yeah like you can say that once or twice after it's just like fucking tell us dude otherwise this is just boring. Yes, and yeah. the whole movie is boring. We get no backstory on him. We get very little on her. We get no connection between them. Oh, Their yeah. chemistry is terrible. And like we were kind of talking about before, the sex scenes in this movie are, if you're going into a movie like for something a little thrilling, if you, you know, whatever, it's not there. Oh, yeah. It is all him undressing her in a weird way. Yeah, the yeah. amount of time they take off her shirt in this movie and is ridiculous. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Yeah. And then she just like lays down and then we're just on a shot of her and her breasts for long periods of time while in a rib cage we see a bunch. Like, yeah. It's just, there's nothing, there's no creativeness to the scene. Uh, no, All no the creativity. All scenes are filmed the same way. Yeah, it's the same sex scene five, six times. It's like, yeah, you know, it's, uh, it's no. barely a sex scene. Yeah. Um, my my mom uh, used to say this thing. She uh, talked speech, and she said like uh, something about speech isn't a problem unless it makes itself known. So if you're saying um or uh, or something like that, it's only when it becomes distracting that it is like a problem. Uh, that is a problem for your speech pattern or for you public speaking. Mm-hmm. The fact that we noticed this stuff this much to the point that it pulled us out of the sex scenes, like your sex scenes are shitty. If your sex scenes are good, I shouldn't even notice that there's occasionally repetitive stuff. But, like, it's like, okay, now he's going to take your shirt off. Okay, now they're going to do that shot along her ribcage. Yeah, okay, yeah. Now he's going to take his shirt off. And then he's suddenly okay. going to be in jeans. Yeah, like, I've seen more erotic scenes in, like, PG movies, I feel like. like <laughs> there, have been more, there have been more erotic scenes in Disney movies. Yeah, yeah. seriously. Well, there you go. <laughs> there it is. 
and, and, that. and we did discuss, we mentioned earlier, there is multiple flying montages. One where they're just in a oh, helicopter. Oh, yeah, thank you for bringing this up. One where they're in an airplane. A glider. Yeah. A glider, excuse me. And it's just music playing, her having the time of her life, kind of, and they're both pointless. Yeah. And both a waste of money. Yeah, it, it, this entire movie was an exercise in wasting money. Uh, like, it's just, all this was, was an entire movie based on a props and a locations department. Yeah. All of their budget had to be locations yeah. and music. Locations and, and transpo, like getting vehicles. I'm pretty sure there's a law that, a movie law, that if you want to have a female date a male millionaire or billionaire, he has to take her flying at some point. Absolutely. To really give her that adrenaline rush that lets her fall in love with the, the billionaire, truly. It's, it's in the contract. It's in the contract. It's in the contract. <laughs> that, that, was, that was one of the clauses. No negotiation. Yeah. Uh, on that note, I, I need to say it. I've said I, I had to discuss it. The butt plug line. Yes! Thank you! I have to say it, because uh, my, my one friend, when he told me about this movie, he, he mentioned this, he went into a good, great deal detail with me. He said, Anastasia asks, what is a butt plug? There is physically no way to make that concept simpler. It's two monosyllabic words that express completely what that item does. Absolutely. For <laughs> like, all her naivete. Yeah. You To say what are butt plugs when it's literally two yeah. very descriptive words. Like he's going to pull out a raccoon. This is a butt plug. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, it's like that, that scene should have just ended with Christian going, are you fucking serious? Yeah. Define the nouns and like, figure it out. I get not getting Do certain like yeah. I get not getting certain concepts like suspension. Like, okay, what do you mean by that? Or, yeah. Am I going to be flying or something? But that's like, a little like kind of obvious, but okay. Yeah, it's like, yeah, but it's like you can get like suspension with what? Like maybe yeah, what, uh, what? Listen, is, I hear you. Yeah. But yeah, but butt plug. It's like no, I feel it's I and mean, also you read the contract and you had a computer. He gave you a computer. You can search those words. He told you to do the research. Yeah. yeah. And I'm, she did. I'm guessing you looked up anal and vaginal fisting. Or you just, oh, maybe he guessed. Oh, yeah, yeah. Maybe she oh. just knew what each of those words meant individually and put them together. Christian, what's a vaginal? Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. It says vaginal. You're pronouncing it wrong. Also, oh. nothing sexier than the word vaginal. Oh, yeah, <laughs> sure, sure. Technical uh, medical terms. Uh, mm. Just get Hot you going. under the collar. Let's, let's talk about those sexy milk ducts. <laughs> there it is, straight from the milk ducks. It's yeah, time for time. milking it. <laughs> I love this segue. I, hey, you set me up. I had to knock them down. I tried. The final game of the podcast, zero to five points, so it still can be anyone's game. Anyone's game, as we each draw a card out of the big box of Hollywood ideas of prequels, sequels, reboots, and genres. On said card will give you a new way to use whatever you want from this source material. Fifty Shades of Grey, themes, characters sex scenes, whatever, to put together a brand new movie, uh, a title, and a quick summary from each one of us for our listening enjoyment. Now, I believe it is Andrew's turn to go first in this game. Yay! I'll give the old Hollywood relic a shuffle here. Question, can you call it source material when it's this? Uh, if for our like purposes, a, it's that source sounds material. Like, it feels like an insult to the concept. <laughs> yeah. Andrew, you want to draw a card? Murder mystery. Oh. Okay. <laughs> now I'm excited. <laughs> Brad, draw a card, please. Sequel. The sequel. Sure. All right. Yeah. We don't know what it is. I have no idea what happens in the sequel. Yeah, so all right. I'll, I'll like make it. my own version. And I'll draw a card here. Come on, gritty reboot. It's 
spoiler alert, the elevator just crashes and she's dead. The prequel. Oh, we're getting ah. a full trilogy. What came first? <laughs> we get to find out maybe a little bit about Christian Grey's backstory before the third movie. Yeah, yes. the still woman nothing. that he... Still nothing. Still nothing. <laughs> still boring. The woman who uh, statutory raped, raped him. him. As a kid? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, no, that... Oh, God, that, they glaze over that. That just still... Because they're going to dress in the next movie. Probably. Yeah, I bet you there's some flashbacks. But we'll see Ugh. what I'm going to do with the prequel when we return right after this. And we're back right in the middle of milking it for 50 Shades of Grey. And here are three shades of this film. Andrew. You're going to start us off with The Murder Mystery. Please, title and a quick summary of what you got. Start with that summary and I'll end on this title because I think I need to to make you all groan and hate me a little bit. Awesome. Sounds great. The Murder Mystery opens. Christian Grey is dead. Whoa. I know, right? We're instantly left with the question, who did it? The uh, first suspects are pretty obvious. His family. His brother Elliot, who was jealous of him. Mm. Anastasia. And then as people start to investigate Christian's life more, they notice his former partners and the people in his life. And the network of people who had a reason to kill Christian gets, keeps growing and growing. And then finally we get to the point where we're about to find the person who did it. And we realize nobody honestly cares that he's gone. <laughs> <laughs> this summer, in Fifty Shades Dead... Fifty Shades Dead. Mm. Mm. Yep, you're right about that title. Fifty I'm sorry, Shades Fifty Shades Freed is no worse than that. No, it is not. No. I didn't say anything about that title. That's yeah, a like bad 50, title as well. Fifty Shades Dead. Fifty the Shades genre. Dead. Thank you. The murder mystery where no one cares about who At the end, it's killed. just like, who did it? Did you do it? How fucking kill? This guy was an asshole. <laughs> Like he, he's he, kind of a stalker. He assaulted like all of us. Yeah, fuck him. Let's go get fajitas. I like that. He could have done a little bit of a murder on the Orient Express kind of thing. I was thinking about and it. And they all could have had a part to play. I also debated the clue ending. Uh, ah, multiple endings. Yeah, I, yeah. That, that would have been great. It's like give everybody a shot. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's nice. That's That's nice. Love Brad Davis. Yes. You got the sequel. I did. What do you got for us? All right. Uh, well, funny enough. Uh, Andrews and mine have something in common. Um, so we're going to pick up right at the end of Fifty Shades of Grey where oh Anastasia gets on the elevator after he does... Anastasia, Christian. And elevator door shuts. So now the elevator's going down. Christian sprints to the steps to try to cut her off of the pass. The stairwell. Takes the, tries to take the stairwell down. In that process, he trips, falls, breaks his neck, dies. Whoa. Yeah. I'm liking this. Yeah, exactly. That's why we have things in common. <laughs> so, um, Anastasia obviously learns that he's passed away, and she also learns that he left everything to her. Wow. And is now, like, in charge of her estate, in char I'm sorry, in charge of his estate, in charge of the company, and, uh... She does nothing about business. Exactly. That's why, I mean, he makes bad decisions all over the place. Yeah. Why would it be any different now? Sure. Okay. Uh, Fair. Uh, <laughs> and so what it really is is her now understanding what he does for his business, understanding uh, his life, interacting with his family more, because now she's in charge of all these things. So we actually get 
backstory to Christian Gray's life mm. and how he kind of the business he created was kind of under some questionable circumstances, but that, you know, kind of almost a social network type kind of took the idea, kind of blocked somebody out, but, um, Winklevoss twins. Yes, exactly. Um, (laughs) she meets the other 15 women who's like had that room and and kind of meets them. So we're just kind of getting a more encapsulating, uh, like a send off to Christian gray because I just want him to be gone. And yeah, so that's uh, basically yeah. the movie. The, that's that's, basically the movie. that's yeah, it. Good. Yeah, I mean, that's. I hope they say that at some point in the film. Just like, yeah, and that's basically it. That's basically yeah. it. They go from I mean, BDSM to uh, business degree. Estate management. Yeah. yeah, and she learns how to run his company mm-hmm. with the help of all the people around him. Sure. Why not? And what's it called, Brad? <laughs> in, the title <laughs> that I really like, which has really no bearing, and it's just funny to me, uh-huh. is. Cradle to the Gray. There's a movie called Cradle to the Gray. Oh, yeah. yep, yes. know, right. And for sheer purpose... The of, DMX movie. Exactly. Yeah. For sheer purpose Cradle of... Cradle to it, the Grave. Of having no other good titles other than 52 Shades of Gray, um, mm. I'm going with Cradle to the Gray. Just because it's fun, Cradle though. to the Gray. That just Cradle gave, to the that Gray. gave you more points. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's for sure pretty damn um, good, Brad. <laughs> nice title. Nice title indeed. Uh, all right, guys. I have... The prequel. If you can't wait for Fifty Shades Free, freed. Here, here is some Christian Grey backstory for you. So essentially, it's Sleepers meets The Graduate. Uh, Christian huh. is in a kid huh. gang who all get put in jail for hijinks. They don't actually kill somebody, um, but you know, they vandalism or something. And this is where he gets the cigarette burns on his chest and is first sexually abused by a guard. Um, that's probably the first act of the movie. He gets released. Um, then we find him with his new foster family, and this is where he has the relationship with Mrs. Robinson. Um, he starts to figure out his own sexuality. Of course, he falls in love with Mrs. Robinson's daughter, and then which they can never be as, as teenagers. Um, and uh, as he tries to sort his stuff out, he ends up having to go back and uh, find the guard who first abused him as a kid, and he kills him. Oh yeah! So I like that there's murder person. in all of these. Yeah, yeah, even the ones that's like I like that we all saw this guy murdering people. I guess mine was accidental death, to be quite to be still. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, no, there there was death involved. Yeah. Either way, yeah. But and it's all kind of told through Christian Gray's like shades of memory, right? So like as as he kind of tries to like tell this to Anastasia in the present tense, he's we're flashing back to these things. Okay. Um, and so it's one yeah. of those movies that's like in the present, but then everything happens in the past. Right, right, okay. exactly. So, you know, after he falls for the daughter, and then he has this big falling out with her, and kind of realizes he can't love, um, and he swears to never love again, then he goes back to kind of sort stuff out with the, the, the guard who he kills, um, and then he's forced to start this big company and live a life of solitude in his ivory tower. Um, and that's where we pick up with Fifty Shades of Grey. And this, I'm kind of taking a Fast and the Furious cue with this title. Mm. And it's, we're dropping the number, and it's just called Shades of Grey. Oh, that's pretty good. I was saying, too, too fast, too gray. Too yeah. fast, two shades, too gray. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Just yeah. Shades of Grey. Okay. Yeah, yeah. That's pretty good, man. Thanks. It was all right. Yeah, I liked yeah. it a lot, actually. Thank you. Well, as soon as you're done scoring, please pass your scorecards to the front of the class for final edition, and as we do that, we move into our pessimistic end of the show, Podcast Regrets. 
anything you regret saying or not saying during the duration of this uh, podcast. I mean, I know I really have to bring up uh, the fact that Christian Grey orders a gin and tonic like the biggest pedestrian asshole I've ever heard in my life <laughs> in this movie. And he orders it like it's uh, cool. Yeah, and it's like too, like, listen, I like both of the gins he name drops, but there's way nicer gins a billionaire could order. Yeah. And He's the they're guy. both popular gins. Like, they have Hendrix and Bombay Sapphire, for sure. You don't need to order them both like that. Hendrix, uh, gin and tonic on the rocks. Hendrix with a, if you got it, with a cucumber. Uh, Bombay Sapphire with a lime if you don't. And it's just like, and then the mom being like, oh, I like him. And I'm like, I would be like, shut the fuck up. We have Hendrix. And if we didn't, I'd say this right now. But I like the idea it annoys the, me. I do like the idea of there being like a New england version of this. Where it's like, the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> yeah, like, exactly. Or somebody just gives him a shit and be like, who are you? Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah what do you guess, guys think of If here? I had any regrets, God, it would just be not mentioning more shitty elements of this movie, I suppose. I mean, the... In the opening interview scene, she doesn't bring a writing utensil, so he gives oh, her a yeah. pencil, which then she proceeds to, like, put in her mouth, which is gross. Like, why are you putting somebody else's writing utensil in your mouth? And mm -hmm. then she keeps the pencil, and we have to have a whole scene of her just, like, with the pencil with up the, to her with mouth. The gray. Yeah, right like, like chewing yeah, on it. Like, you know, some people chew on it with the gray, the oral fixation thing, like, in her mouth. Like, mm -hmm. just, that is annoying and stupid and unnecessary and not subtle yeah in a just more things in this movie that uh, piss me off it's just it's all, all all of this could be handled in a much better way which i know you being part of this community like there's yeah. not oh there's not you don't have to be a fucking asshole oh yeah to, uh this we, we we definitely said like um there, there's a saying in the kink community which is uh your kink is not my kink and that's okay Basically saying, people do this shit all different ways. All different shades of gray. Yeah, but, yeah, I like that. Um, but there are occasional moments where, like, yeah, your kink is not my kink, and what the fuck are you doing? And, like, for me, I just watch it going, if he had, in any scene, kept any consistency in terms of how he was doing things till the next scene, nope. I would have respected him more. It's just like, I want you, I don't want you, I love you, I don't love Like, just the push and pull of it. Like, I get relationships are like that. Sometimes you have these kind of polar reactions to a person but like mm -hmm. fucking hair trigger turns and I'm just like the model of consistency you need for a dominant submissive relationship is something like completely absent from this it's like a guy went to Google and like looked up what that is and he's like that's what I'm gonna do and the reading stopped there yeah and it's like they did as much research as Anastasia does yeah <laughs> like uh, this, this whole movie is just a failure of research clearly and like yeah I I really wish that they had asked. It's like when you have those ad campaigns where you're like, if you had talked to one person of X group, you would have known this was a bad idea. Right. It's like pretty obvious. It's like you had almost no kink person on that set. I'm pretty sure. Like if you found me one person from that scene, uh, from, from that movie who like, I was like, that is a person who actively engages in the kink community. I would be shocked. Yeah. Yeah. And well, you said you had uh, talked to some people uh, in your community. Yeah, that, uh, I, I put out a just a question on Twitter, just asking people for their thoughts, stuff they would want to communicate to your lovely audience. And uh, generally people, let, here's just some About this movie. About this movie and yes. about the book, but also just generally about the, the thing that it conveys. Uh, some comments include, that stalking is a crime, not a sign of being a good dominant, and sadism isn't a sickness that has to be cured. 
another response. Also, kinkiness is not a trait that develops from childhood trauma. Next one, that people aren't necessarily kinky because they're broken or have gone through trauma, and that the dude is shitty and abusive. Goes on and on. Uh, I want to hear all about the coercion, boundary crossing, and other consent issues. And then my friend just posted a vomit gif. Yeah, there you go. And that kind of says it. And then my one friend mentioning the butt plug thing because, yeah, it's it has to be ludicrous. said. Ludicrous. Yeah, I ludicrous bridges. Kids, just go on the internet. Go to stuff in your local communities. If you're interested in this, like there are ways to find out about it, which are much safer than going with your local billionaire. <laughs> like, I, I think we are at that point in the internet's history where there are scary corners of it, but there are ways to engage in all the stuff you love in good ways. Like, uh, a good reference, FetLife. It's the Facebook for for kinky people. Please go on there, do some research. It's a lot of fun. There's all sorts of shit on there you don't think you like, but you're gonna go there and find. It's like, oh, I'm into that. And that'll be a great day for you. Don't learn from some creepy fucking dude who's way older than you and abusing you. Yeah, yeah. And, and literally, I, I like that point, though, that uh, it's not necessarily had to be born out of trauma. Yeah. Like, it's, that's, that's a no, ridiculous just, stereotype for, that this movie is, I think, yeah. perpetuating. That, so, like, you have to have something wrong in your life to, uh, to enjoy this. To yeah. enjoy this, yeah. Oh, yeah, and it's, like, it's the same kind of thing that's thrown at, like, queer people or something like that. Mm -hmm. Well, obviously something's wrong. Right, like, exactly. No, what happened in your childhood and, like, that you ended up uh, this way? I mean, my comment, I've always said something. It's like, well, my brain just squeaks this way, yours doesn't. And, like, it's like, everybody's brains, like, I think there's a continuum from, like, completely the vanilla to whatever Christian is. Um, <laughs> and just like, I think along that continuum, you have all these little notches of, oh, you're into getting your hair pulled. Oh, you're into rougher sex. Oh, you're into getting tied up and hung from the ceiling. And those are totally cool. As long as they are consensual and all parties are of legal age, cool, do you. And I think like, uh, this movie does a disservice to the community. Yeah. Like, I will say it does not do a bad job of showing a lot of the douchebag doms who are out there. Because like, <laughs> I totally have friends who are like, when they're doing the text messaging thing, like, I'm just like, I've seen that message. I've seen people say these things. Mm. And it is so bad. I mean, it doesn't always come with, like, money, but sometimes it's just this weirdly, like, gaslighting, coercive thing. And, like, it does not have to be like that. Like, a lot of us kind of discover this in the dark, and, like, uh, I until I learned about that life, I was super confused. I'm like, oh, shit, there's all these people who want to do this thing. And, like, I would love to see that movie where... Christian Grey tries to do this thing to her, and Stacia Steele finds out, like, BDSM, blah, 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 goes home, searches on the internet, goes out to a kink event, like a class or something. She's like, huh, this is neat. It's all about trust and communication and honesty and opening yourself up emotionally to this thing that we are not wired, for most of us, to kind of understand. That's a fucking movie I'd want to see. I No, this, this is some bullshit. Well, there you go. I mean, uh, and, and your score proves it. I have the points tallied. You have a 16.45 points. Yes. Uh, unfortunately for you, the lack days. of passion for this film that is exhibited <laughs> in this film. Uh, Brad Davis. Is, is it wrong to be okay with losing on this one? <laughs> I think so, because I feel uh, pretty bad about where I am here. Uh, Brad, you're second place with 17.35, and somehow I won oh. 50 Shades of Grey with 18 points. Wow. I think it was my great first impression. That's probably what it Yeah, was. yeah. You gave me the meatiest line, so what can I say? Yeah. Yeah. Well, you sold it. Thank you very much. And, Andrew, thank you so much for coming by the show and uh, opening up like this and sharing this with us. Uh, I, it's been quite enlightening to me. 
And uh, now I can also check this stupid movie off my list and yeah. uh, talk uh, about it to those who... I don't think anyone defends it, so I don't think no. I need to be like, well, what about this scene? Yeah. <laughs> Hard to yeah. Thank you for having me. Uh, I, I hope that I've communicated, if nothing else, uh, this movie is a piece of garbage, and we watched it so you don't have to. Yeah. Now go out there and have safe sex, people. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, just we, we we didn't have time to go into that, but just yeah, that's that's just good policy. Safe sex, explore your boundaries, have fun. Yeah, yeah, and don't pressure people into things. <laughs> yeah, no stalking. Yeah, and no just, weird consent. Boy, issues they, like especially this. watching this movie, given like what's been going on recently with obviously Weinstein, all these oh yeah assholes. Fuck you, Harvey it Weinstein. Just stood out more in this movie. It's just like this oh, yeah. is not. This yeah. doesn't need to be this. It doesn't need to be a stalking thing. It doesn't need to be. I, I obviously don't know much about this, but like the dominance thing. Like, oh yeah, dominance doesn't necessarily mean that you that that per, that you own that person and you can like uh, all these things. Dominance does not mean coercion. Yeah. Uh, one of like the the best things I've heard is like when dominance in a BDSM DS style relationship is good, the submission is freely given, willingly, enthusiastically given. Again and again, because every day, every decision you make, you reaffirm whether you want to continue with this thing or break the contract or break whatever agreement you have. And when it's doing well, you will choose to go back to that thing. And Christian sucks at that. Yeah. So hard. Indeed. Well, that's the end of the show, guys. Brad, yes. you got anything to plug today? Uh, at BDAlwaysGP on Twitter and on Instagram. Excellent. Andrew, one more time, what was the Facebook group you said if people uh, have uh, questions? It's or? actually a site called FetLife. F-E-T-L-I-F-E. Oh, uh, -E. uh, you can go and sign up for a profile. It is uh, free and peruse things that are in your area and explore the things you like. There you go. Thank you very much. I'm at Cross Maxwell across your social media platforms. That's Chris with an O, where the I would be. Uh, and at High on Film is your show's social media handle on Instagram, on Twitter. You can find us on Facebook, on Apple Podcasts, on SoundCloud, on HighOnFilm.com, and you can email us at thehighonfilmshow at gmail.com if you have longer questions, comments, concerns you'd like to convey to us. And that's it, guys. We're going to be back next week getting into the holiday spirit of All Hallows' Eve. <laughs> There it is. Nice. Great sound effect. Yeah, yeah. There we go. I'd like that drop for next week. Yeah. <laughs> Andrew, thanks again one, one last time. Brad, thank you as always, sir. Always a pleasure. And listeners, thank you so much for listening. We will see you next week with a new movie and another guest for your listening enjoyment. We love you. Laters, baby. Goodbye. <laughs>